The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to the finest program. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Helen Brittany. And we are the Stella Donut Goddess Gals here with you, and we're so happy to be your personal growth coaches. And we like to have fun and challenge you to be the stars that you are. Well, today we have a great show. Uh, Heather and I are going to talk about the Books and Bands Bash Benefit that's coming right up. And then in segment two, Carolyn Rubenstein is going to join us with her book, Perseverance, which shares life lessons learned through stories and educates the reader on how to incorporate them in their life if you know a child with cancer. And then Richard Wanderer's book, The Holiday Party, which is a fictional but a very intriguing story of what happens when a company gets a takeover, what happens to the employees, what happens to the families. It's really tragic what happens. I don't like takeovers. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Carmony Collection, handmade handbags, canvases, hair ornaments, and creative accessories. Visit myspace.com forward slash Carmony Clutches or CarmonyCollection.com. And that is from Thomas Fuller. Be a friend to yourself, and others will be so as well. And then uh, this one from Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more info on a private consultation, over the phone go to 925-377-7827. That's called 925-377-7827. This is a Native American proverb. One foe is too many, and a hundred friends are too few. Well, I like to think that actually like that. Uh, one foe is too many, but yeah, I think you can count your friends on your fingers sometimes. What about you, Heather? Yeah, it's definitely quality over quantity in my personal opinion. Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, talking to friends, it's really been really interesting with this big event coming up because um, we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of the charity, Be the Star. Yeah! Which is a really big feat because 10 years having found a charity, keeping it going all on donations is is difficult. As you know, you've bailed us out a few times, right, Heather? <laughs> it's challenging. But then also we are launching our new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. And we're having this huge party um, that is called the Books and Bands Bash Benefit. And what I found interesting, Heather, is how many friends have stepped forward, not only saying congratulations, but actually either buying tickets to come, which are inexpensive, $13 for four bands and vendors, and we'll talk exactly. about that in a second, or if they can't come making a donation. This is sort of where the wheat meets the chafe as far as I'm concerned. You find out who your friends are pretty fast. And that, and it, I mean, it's an extraordinary thing. One people need to see is that not only is it a great organization, but all the money that's raised towards it is going towards the charity. It's going to keeping the charity alive, continuing um, the platform in which it stands behind. And it's definitely, you know, something that it's one thing to uh, talk the talk and another to walk the walk of how many people say they're so in support of this and they think it's so fantastic. And then it's another thing to see who really steps forward and who makes their voice heard and who's decided, you know, this is great. I'm going to not only show that I support this charity, but I also support you as my friend and um, and help out with the with the benefit. Um, and then there's those people that say, oh, wow, I, I still believe in this, and they do it, and then 
they don't step forward and they don't do anything. And I so know, you know, and it was interesting because I've really gone, I've gone through a lot of emotions during this. It's been a lot of work putting to this together. Hopefully we will make it to 20, but I don't want to put it on again. Putting on a big event for three, 400 people is really difficult. We're doing it all with volunteer help, most of them teenagers with no budget. We have to get donations. And then, of course, I've been writing a lot of checks. But it's exactly what you're saying is I personally hand-wrote many letters and sent them out to people who I have supported a lot and to those people who supposedly are my really good friends, people I go to dinner with, people who come to my house, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how few of those people have responded in any way, shape, or form. And that's very Mm -hmm. bothersome to me. I mean, I think that really tells you who your friends are and who are only there for, you know, the times that they want to be there. And um, that's not the kind of friend that I want. So this is probably a good thing because what it's showing me is you got to clean closets sometime. We always talk about <laughs> that. And uh, sometimes cleaning closets means actually cleaning out people in your life. Exactly. We always talked about, we've done episodes, uh, you know, regarding toxic friends and, and the superficial things about life. And, um, and hopefully, you know, this will be a great way of all the people as you're saying that some people you expected to step forward haven't, but others um, that, you know, you had no idea would be so interested. So it maybe you and know, that is great. so amazing. You know, there's so many people that I had no, you know, that, that really, they get really excited about it. They saw it on Facebook or they see it on Twitter or they've read mm-hmm. the newsletter um, or, you know, they've seen, they've heard this radio show or they've seen it on television or they read my column and they're like, I really want to get behind this and those send $10, you know, and I think that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it just shows you, it really shows you how important it is when someone has a big event in their life that doing a little is far better than doing nothing at all. Definitely. I mean, again, every little thing counts. And for all of you you out there who do not have tickets yet and that are going to be in the Northern California area, you should come to this. Um, Not only is it supporting the charity and the launch of the new book, but there's going to be so many exciting things. We have four bands. Um, We're going to have the Carmody Clutches being sold there. We're going to have great food and drinks, um, hula hoop contests, all uh, great uh, auction prizes, raffles. Um, all kind of a really fun way to spend your Sunday. And, you know, what a great way, especially with this economy of saving money. Not only are you saving money, but your money is going towards an amazing cause. You can yeah, go and I want to say, too, just what Be The Star You Are has done in the last 10 years. And keep in mind, everyone, that it's an all-volunteer charity, so there's no administrative costs. I mean, yes, we have an office and we have computers and we got to pay rent and all that, and we do do that kind of stuff. But no, there's no salaries going anywhere. Anybody who is there, myself and Heather included, we are volunteers. But the positive results have been is in uh, since 1999, when the charity was founded, uh, September 9th, 1999, we have served 200,000 individuals and families within 62 organizations, logged in more than 220,000 volunteer hours, and distributed over 1.6 million in resources. This radio show is part of the charity. We've interviewed over 1,500 authors and experts, and we have a book review team that's done by our teenagers. It's called the Star Teen Book Review Team. They have reviewed over 450 books, which uh, have been published by um, publishers, their reviews have been published, and that's just a that's just a tiny little overview. We've gotten involved when there's forest fires and Operation Ground Hero and any any kind of tragedy. We do that. But Heather, let's say a little bit more about the event because you're going to be there. In fact, this is one of the times you can see Heather and I together. Yay! Yay! We will both be there autographing the book. Heather has several chapters in the new book, Be the Star You Are. You're going to head up the hula hoop contest, too, aren't you? Of course. Of course. 
And we've got great prizes, all kinds of gift certificates and things for that. And then uh, we have several vendors. So we, you might want to come and do your holiday shopping because we have clothes at wholesale prices. There will be different cosmetics and jewelry. We've got Be the Star You Are t-shirts, That's, and they're oh, so great. And um, there's going to be informational things. Be the Match will be there if you want to sign up to be an, uh, a bone marrow donor. Uh, Planned Parenthood will be there. Uh, Superstar Literacy will be there if you want to help other charities with literacy. And we have four great bands. That is what is really amazing. And one of the bands plays all over the United States, Old Hyde Farm. So you can go, let's give out a couple of websites. If you go to starstyleradio.com and go to the word events, you'll see books and bands bash benefit. If you click on that, you can see everything that's going to be happening at this big event. Uh, you can also go to be the star you are dot org, and right there you can buy your tickets, make a donation. If you, um, you tickets in advance are only thirteen dollars, and we have super food. Oh, and we've got truffles too, Heather. We're going to be having oh, truffles, cocktails, all kinds of great drinks. So it's really going to be a super fun day, I think, of um, camaraderie and dancing and talking. And and best of all, both Heather and I will be there to meet and greet and talk to you. So we sure hope that you're going to show up. And dance under the stars. Dance under the stars. And we know that Heather will lead you in the dancing because she is the <laughs> dancing queen. She's out there. She really she wants to come and dance with you. So for again, for more information, uh, give you can give us a call, nine two five three seven 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 eight two seven. You can make a donation. Be the star you are dot org. Go to the donate button and you'll see how much tickets are. And if you can't come, just make a donation. It's a great cause. It's the ten year anniversary. We're saying donate ten dollars for ten years. That's a buck a year. Everybody can afford that, right, Heads? Exactly. All right. Well, we'll see you at the Books and Bands Bash Benefit, the launch of the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, the 10th anniversary of Be the Star You Are, and we will have fun together. Let's party. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to be talking to Carolyn Rubenstein, who has written just a wonderful book that is called Perseverance. It is about kids helping kids with cancer. It's all about inspiration and perseverance. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay tuned for more. We'll be right back. Thank you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Are you ready for Dancing Under the Stars? Hi, I'm Dave Przicki, voice actor and volunteer with the Be the Star You Are charity, inviting you to join our 10th anniversary celebration on September 13th at our Mega Books and Bands Bash. New York Times best-selling author Cynthia Bryan and 13 contributors will be launching and autographing the new book Be the Star You Are for Teens with all proceeds benefiting the charity. You'll meet celebrities, enjoy mocktails, snacks, raffles, martial arts demonstrations, the music of several live bands, 
be able to buy unique gift items from a variety of vendors, and also save lives by registering to be a bone marrow donor at our swab meet, sponsored by Marrow Miracles. The donation is only $13 per person for a full day of family fun, and it's 100% tax deductible. Bring your wallet and get ready to make a difference while having a great time. Are you interested in being a corporate partner? Buying a table for 10? Advertising in our program or buying cases of the new book? We have lots of ways you can help. Contact us toll-free at 877-944-STAR. That's 877-944-7827. See you there. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestaryouare.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, thank you for staying tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where we bring you the most profound authors and experts every week who share their books of inspiration and positive living. I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan. What must it be like for an energetic child who doesn't have a care in the world to one day be told that he or she has cancer? All of a sudden, life as he or she knew it ceases. They begin a course of diagnoses and treatments that could leave the healthiest human depressed. Carolyn Rubenstein visited a camp for kids with cancer when she was just six years old, and the experience left a lasting mark. Her book is Perseverance, True Voices of Cancer Survivors. Welcome, Carolyn, to Be the Star You Are. Hi, how are you? I am very well, and I am so impressed with you, Carolyn. Oh, uh, you, from the time you were six, you went to a camp for children that had cancer, and it changed your life. And by the time you were 14, you had begun a 501c3 called Carolyn's Compassionate Children. Tell us about this journey. You are such a caring person yourself. Oh, thank you. Well, it did, as you said, it started at six years old, so I was very young. Um, that planted the seeds, the experience, um, going to this camp for children, going through cancer. I hadn't been through cancer. I had no idea what it was, um, and I still didn't know at six years old after I left what it was. I never really realized it, and I think that's what was the most profound part of it was that I didn't understand what it was. And so I saw the individuals for who they were, um, you know, and not as children going through an illness. And so, but there was still something about that experience that, you know, stuck with me and impacted me greatly. And so I always, I kept pestering my parents wanting to go back. And finally I went back when I was um, around 14 um, to the camp. And it was during that experience that it really it really stuck with me, and it shook my world, you know, upside down, and my perspective on life completely changed um, to see, you know, this entirely different world, to see that there were kids battling cancer and dealing with issues much larger than, you know, typical middle school issues that I was worried about and my friends were worried about um, at the same time. And so to see these parallel worlds was just, um, it was, it, you know, it was, it was traumatic, but it was life altering. It seemed well, you started a pen pal program at that time, yes. and that's what Carolyn's Compassionate Children were with CCC, because you wanted to connect the kids. You wanted them to be connected with other kids and make them feel just like they were regular kids. They just happened to have the big C. 
Absolutely, and it was it was the idea came from what I was doing. I was writing to the kids that I met at camp, um, and I was writing these long letters, and you know they almost turned into like little scrapbook entries. And I could see how much it was impacting you know the individuals who were you know in the hospital and isolated, and there weren't computers or IMing or any of that stuff then. So you know there were, it was real isolation, and so I could see how much you know each letter meant to the kids and to know that someone was out there rooting for them and taking the time to connect with them. And that's where it really, you know, so it came from my personal experience of writing. And, you know, I still love writing letters. And um, I wanted to expand upon that. And that's really where the idea came from for the organization and starting it. Well, then, as you, after you started the organization, you went to, and you, you graduated from college. You went to Duke University. You got a BA in psychology. Then you did uh, a Ph.D. program at uh, Harvard, and you decided then that you wanted to start actually chronicling it more, and you came up with choosing 20 stories that you profile in your book, uh, Perseverance. We're talking with author Carolyn Rubenstein. Now, how did you choose these 20 people out of all the different applicants who had wrote your, you know, had written their stories? Well, it was actually, so I started writing the book when I was a junior in college, I think, uh, right before, so towards the end of my sophomore year of college, I began writing, Um, and it was, at that time, I, um, I became very close to individuals that I had met both through my own organization, but also um, just through my role in the um, cancer, um, you know, advocacy world. And so I met individuals through both um, roles, and I became friends with different individuals for different reasons. And so these 20 individuals are really, in, you know, people that I'm close with and that I could really, you know, do what I wanted to do with this book, which was to go to a very deep level, you know, not to talk more so about their experiences with cancer, but how their experiences transform their perspective on life. Well, and that's uh, what I see when I read the book is how they coped with finding out about cancer, how they dealt with family and friends, and then how it really, as you said, the transformation, what it did to impact their lives and help them help others. And to me, that is just such an amazing thing. I mean, obviously, we don't want to have to go through uh, tragedy or cancer or any disease to help us be a good person. But these kids really went beyond overcoming the odds. They want to make a difference. Absolutely, and I think that's what, that was the main goal in writing the book was that I could see, you know, living in this and becoming almost, you know, being inside this other world in this unique perspective, I could see myself transforming and I could see how different I was becoming. And so I wanted to kind of find out why that was happening. And so that was, you know, going through and talking to each individual in great length and kind of, you know, through almost a research or mentality was I wanted to determine how, you know, one could go about personally transforming their life um, using their mindset versus, you know, just the circumstance. So, you know, almost focusing on, you know, personal transformation is not so much about circumstance. We don't have to wait for, you know, that, you know, something like cancer to wake us up. But we can shift our mindset to transform our lives. Well, I think something else that's very important in your book that it brings out that cancer is not just a disease that older people get or that adults get. And it really can affect anyone. I know I personally have a friend who was only 12 years old, and when he got bone cancer, um, an osteosarcoma, and he died at 16. And he was a baseball player, and his leg hurt, and they thought it was just because he was running too much. And when I was reading your stories, there were many similar stories, is that you just have an ache or a pain, but because you're a kid, you don't think that it's anything. And it's important that we are aware that it can happen to anybody. Right, exactly. And it's Childhood Cancer Awareness Month right now. So, um, you know, it's uh, the goal right now is to kind of raise awareness for parents and ch- 
you know, I not so much children, I don't think. I think children can stay innocent and naive as long as possible. But, you know, for parents and doctors to kind of, you know, not dismiss. But um, that's very important, what you just said, Carolyn, because, you know, what I experienced with the, the young boy that I knew is that it just, and I can think about it with my own kids, if somebody, a kid says, you know, my knee hurts. Well, you fell today. You slid into base. Of course your knee hurts. Right. And then it hurts again. Well, you're just, you know, you're too active. I, I think what you're saying here, especially during this month of Cancer Awareness Month, is that to listen and to get checkups, even with the kids, because we're not invincible. Exactly. Yeah, and it's not, and I don't think it should be, it should just become something that's more, you know, regular and routine and not scary. So, you know, just as as we get older, we go for, you know, they do check for these things and, you know, a knee hurting is a little, is not taken, you know, as something minor. They, they'll usually look at it in more in depth. So I just think maybe, you know, with children um, today and with, you know, the great progress in medicine that early detection is so important. And so, you know, just raising awareness for parents. And is, is, is very crucial. One thing that really strikes me throughout your book, you have wonderful photos that you have included uh, of all the different people who are submitting their stories. And for the majority of them, they're extremely happy, smiley photos, even during the midst of their treatments. I know, and these are just snippets of the photos. They they each gave me so many photos, and we had to narrow it down. But they were they were so happy, and even in the hospital bed and going through treatment, they're smiling. And you know that's just absolutely incredible. And you know if we could all have that you know personality and have that outlook when we're going through our little struggles, I think that would be just... I know. There's a photo in here of Daniel at age four in the hospital oh, for yes. treatment. And this <laughs> is the cutest picture. I mean, he is just bubbling with I know. He's energy. He's the cutest kid. <laughs> it's just so adorable. And basically, though, all the pictures, just as you said, even the ones that are, they have no hair, whatever, they're happy. And it shows this joie de vivre, just... So happy to be alive, which is something that we all need to celebrate the moment. One thing that I really liked is how you summed, you brought all the stories together in your chapter called Lessons Learned. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is a really important chapter because you, you give some tips on how we can move forward and, you know, and make a difference in our own lives and live for today. You start off with accentuating the positive, which is something that you saw over and over and over again. Yes, absolutely. You know, focusing, and it's something that we can all do every day is what do we focus on the most is primarily the negative. What's got, you know, what's, what went wrong and, and when we focus more so on the positive, it gives us greater control and gives us greater strength. And we need as much strength as we can get. And so for, you know, this, especially right now when, you know, we are struggling with, you know, the economy and different situations and what you were talking about earlier, toxic friends, you know, I think we all go through that. And so I think, you know, trying to focus on the positive helps us with these situations to be stronger and to face them, you know, with greater resilience. Well, and another one, I mean, there are many in here, but I'm going to just pick a few okay. because I, they're all important, but some stand out. Surround yourself with a support system. You know, we, everybody needs a support squad. Yes, I completely agree. I love that, a support squad. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. And, you know, you say having true friendship, caring, and support is wealth beyond measure. I ditto that a thousand percent. And I, I also say find out who your true friends are and keep them close. Absolutely. And you find out, especially through something like this, who your true friends are pretty quickly. You do, because the ones that are just the the fair-weather friends, they go by the wayside. They don't want to have anything to do with you if you're, you know, you're not feeling so well and you can't come out and play. Right, and I think something you said earlier, which was so, so important, is that a lot of the kids and a lot of people don't, they'll not, they'll, not be there because they don't know what to say or they don't mm-hmm. know what to do, but that does not matter. All that matters is being there. It's just be there. That, yeah. Just be there. Because because what is there to say? Nobody wants you to say anything. It's just like just be normal and be there. 
ask for, for ask for help. Now, I think that's a big one because in our culture, we're also trained to be kind of an island, or that asking for help is weakness. When in reality, asking for help is a sign of strength. Right, I, it is definitely a sign of strength, and it is so so hard to do. And even when I was writing this book, and even you know now reviewing the book and talking about it so much. You have, to, you have to be humble and you have to be able to ask for help in order to strengthen yourself and get through difficult times. And I've had to do it over and over again. And it's actually, I feel stronger because of it. And I, I understand now how important it is. It's so easy to kind of, you know, feel that you can take it on all yourself. But we can't sometimes. Most of the time we can't. And it's actually, you know, it's a sign of strength to be able to, look to others um, who can help us. And if we have others who can help us, why not ask for help? And it's also giving others a gift because people like to help. And so when you ask for help, you're allowing them to show their love and their compassion and their caring, and you're allowing them to do do something for you. Uh, One other tip here is never give up. Oh, I believe in this so much. It's the Winston Churchill, never, never, never give up. I love that that quote. But, you know, you really have to have faith and just keep on going, putting one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. Perseverance, exactly. Perseverance. Well, that's what your book is about. Alexa, how can we help you? How can listeners help your cause, your charity? For the book, they can go to carolynrubenstein.com. Is that the website you'd like people to go to? Yeah, they can go there, or if they can't spell my name, they can also go to um, nowiseverything.com. Nowiseverything.com. The name of the book is Perseverance, True Voices of Cancer Survivors. Our author is Carolyn Rubenstein, and you can tell how terrific she is and how much she cares about children and making a difference. And you'll be very inspired when you read these 20 stories of these young people who have overcome the odds that are out there doing it. They did persevere and they did survive. Carolyn, thank you. It's a pleasure to interview you. You You just keep doing what you are doing, girl. You are really, really cooking and you are making a difference. I applaud you. Well, thank you for this opportunity. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. CarolynRubenstein.com, Perseverance, Carolyn Rubenstein, the author, True Voices of Cancer Survivors. After the break, Richard Wanderer will join us with his book, The Holiday Party, A Tale of Corporate Takeover. Get ready. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. Back in a bit. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Are you ready for Dancing Under the Stars? Hi, I'm Dave Przicki, voice actor and volunteer with the Be the Star You Are charity, inviting you to join our 10th anniversary celebration on September 13th at our Mega Books and Bands Bash. New York Times best-selling author Cynthia Bryan and 13 contributors will be launching and autographing the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, with all proceeds benefiting the charity. 
You'll meet celebrities, enjoy mocktails, snacks, raffles, martial arts demonstrations, the music of several live bands, be able to buy unique gift items from a variety of vendors, and also save lives by registering to be a bone marrow donor at our swab meet sponsored by Marrow Miracles. The donation is only $13 per person for a full day of family fun, and it's 100% tax deductible. Bring your wallet and get ready to make a difference while having a great time. Are you interested in being a corporate partner? Buying a table for 10? Advertising in our program or buying cases of the new book? We have lots of ways you can help. Contact us toll free at 877-944-STAR. That's 877-944-7827. See you there. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, we appreciate you listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where the world comes to talk and listen. I am Cynthia Bryan. What do you do when you spent your entire life devoted to helping a company succeed, and then a corporate takeover happens? How do you work with the new culture, the new bosses, the new rules? Richard Wanderer has worked in the publishing industry for over 30 years, and although a work of fiction, he writes in realistic and raw terms about the effects of corporate takeovers on families and employees in his new book, The Holiday Party, A Tale of a Corporate Takeover. Welcome, Richard, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you, Cynthia. It's good to be here. Well, from the very first page, Richard, it's obvious to me that you understand the written word and the published works because this book is so well written and it's frightening in its accuracy and its realism and its ferocity. But during your publishing years, did you experience takeovers that inspired this particular novel? Uh, you know that I've worked for maybe 11 or 12 different publishing companies through the years, and uh, I've seen a lot. I've taken notes mentally. I've written some down. Uh, and what I've come up with is an amalgamation of personalities and people I've met along the way and uh, the things that take place today in terms of the takeovers and the disappointments that people do have. Well, which made it extremely real. And when, when I, it was really a page-turner for me because I felt I was there in the moment as we were, you know, moving through the different takeovers. I loved the Gladstone uh, Company. It was so interesting because my literary agent, I have a new book that launches this week, and my literary agent is named Gladstone, oh. and he is from a publishing family. <laughs> so That's funny. when I read this, I thought, huh, this is interesting. <laughs> Um, in any case, you talk about in the book, you start off with this company that has been family-owned, the employees are treated well, people are dedicated to the company, they've been there many, many years, and then it starts to get undermined. And this happens in real life. Now, you added, kind of, I thought it was a stroke of genius because you added the Wicca um, religion in there, sort of the the sign of the witch, which showed me that, you know, people don't, even if they're buttoned down in designer suits, it doesn't mean that their life is all conservative. I wanted to find out, as we talk about this, what prompted you to add that little element, because I thought it was really, it was a terrific uh, way to start it. Thank you. I, I felt that it needed a little bling, you know, a little something extra that could put a little mystery into it. And, uh, I think also, too, there's a big misconception I learned when I researched the Wicca religion that uh, people, unfortunately, also tied in with devil worship, which couldn't be uh, so far from the truth. You know, it's a 
you know, it's sort of a naturalistic type of a thing that's gone on for ages, and there are people that believe in it, and so be it. But uh, I thought that uh, it would add a little mystery to it. And so I well, did. and it, I mean, it goes back to the time of the Druids and even before that. So yes. it, it, it was a very interesting, I thought it was a very interesting uh, choice because these were corporate people. Yes. That were part of this. So, you know, when people think about these alternative religions, they kind of think a little more woo-woo, and that wasn't true at all. You have your Barbara, who is definitely, she is very, very aggressive and determined to succeed in trying to use her the goddess Diana to, to help her get there. And so these rituals for her are very important. You talked about that there are things that people could do. Yes. There is a takeover going on because what your book illustrates, and the book we're talking about is The Holiday Party, the author is Richard Wanderer, is the destructions that happens in the lives of people, not just the employees, but the whole family. Yes, and I think that's so unfortunate. You know, uh, I think ever since most recent time with the, uh, uh, you know, sort of busting up of many companies with the junk bonds and things of that nature, that uh, these things have happened, and yet the human element, the, the destruction that takes place with these people and their and their children, you know, is terribly unfortunate. But I, I think the thing is that if this type of thing happens to somebody today, there are things you don't have to be a victim. There are ways to do the best you can to fight back to a certain degree. I think that there are certain steps, and I think one of the characters uh, in the book uh, carries these out, uh, where the first thing you should do really is to research who the takeover people are. You know, today there are sites like Glassdoor, uh, where they have like 26,000 companies, and these companies have employee reactions, uh, what they feel about the company they work for, uh, so that you can get a, and also from people in any industry, you know, your friends, you know, whoever. Uh, what do you think of these people, that type of thing, or you know, how have you been treated? Because invariably, you'll be treated the same, and hopefully it's for the good, but not always. I want to ask you a question what, when you talk right there. is One thing that I found in your story, the holiday party, is you really didn't know who your friends were. And because it seems that, especially with this takeover, people would pretend to be your buddy, like Callista was pretending that yeah. she was the buddy, but she was just horrible. She was just, you know, clawing her way to the top, and she didn't care who she stepped on. Right. So you, you have to be guarded as well, and I imagine depend on people you've known for a very long time. Yes, and I think that uh, the people that... You've known, you know, from the uh, from the beginning before the takeover. Usually, the people that you can probably trust the most, but the people that are brought in after that, they may very well have agendas of their own. I think you know one thing too that people don't realize too is that once you find out what the situation is and you get the feel of the thing, you want to go to your human resources department. But people don't always realize that that same employer is paying the same paycheck to you and to the person in the That was a key element in your book that kind of shouted out to me because I've always looked at human resources people as the good guys, you know, that you go to, you're having a problem, you talk to them. But, you know, that's really not the case. You, It's very true. Who's paying their paycheck? Exactly. Not you or I. It's the company. So that has to be their first loyalty. Exactly. I mean, they're there because they have wonderful personalities and because they, they seem to commiserate and so forth. But you've got to be careful. I mean, realize, you know, they're working for the same boss. But you, from them, you have every right as an employee to get all the paperwork you're entitled to. If you've been there for a length of time, you may have a savings plan. You want to have somebody else look at that once you get it together, uh, your 401K, your health benefits. And then what you should do with that is you take it to an actuary. Somebody, because everybody, unless you're an actuary, you're a layperson in terms of this. And well, look- and, and tell us about an actuary, because your character in the book, Forrest, who is in charge of the Western region and has been with the company for years and years, he... To me, you know, he's like the good guy in this. And he's also so smart because 
he doesn't just act on impulse. He goes to an attorney. He gets his advice. He finds out what he's entitled to. He finds out what the right things to say. That was a very smart move. Yes, because, you know, the corporation, they're legally solid. They have their own battery of attorneys. Don't stand alone. In other words, you should have, go seek out a good employer-employee lawyer. Uh, and you usually can go to the state bar of the state where you reside to find out somebody with that kind of specialty. And what they'll do is uh, you talk to them in terms of uh, uh, what your current situation is, and uh, they could even help you write a letter if you don't feel you could do it on your own. Well, I thought, you know, it was interesting because Forrest in your book is in his 60s. Although he looks younger, he acts younger, he's built up his territory over so many years. And obviously this is the title of the book, The Holiday Party, this party that he had started 24, 25 years ago. This is the essence of connection. Every year people look forward to this. He does a beautiful job and he cares about people. But this new takeover company wants him out. One reason, he's too old, but they can't say that because it's discrimination. Yes. But, so this is part of what he, why he needed to have an actuary and have the right wording. Right. And, uh, and also, too, to have guidance, you know, as he took each step. In other words, he started out just, you know, feeling out what the situation would be. And then when the time came that he had to... I think he was trying to be able to get a consultancy. or Yes, he wanted his consultancy. Right. He had the lawyer step in. At that point, let them know, you know, that they do have legal advice, and this will make them sort of step back a bit. And, and uh, you know, when it comes to legal advice, you, all, you are an attorney as well. You yes. went back to school. You passed the bar. You've actually won awards for a lot of your pro bono work that you've done in California. When you're sending um, an employee to find an actuary or get a, uh, some professional help, get an attorney, and they'll go to the state bar or where, wherever it is, is this something, what kind of expenses are they looking at? Or is it possible that they can find an advocate for a lower fee than what most attorneys charge? Because I know, especially in this time, in this economic time, people are afraid of spending dollars. What recommendation do you have for that? Well, you know, you can go to legal aid, but I think you're better off investing in this because you may have a big stake involved here. You know, somebody that's been with the company for a length of time, uh, first they go to this actuary, which shouldn't charge that much. Uh, there are terms like late retiree accrual, which uh, can open up uh, more money for this person than they ever thought they were entitled to. But they wouldn't have known otherwise. And they can, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, probably in the end, the, the uh, legal department of the company will you know, look into it and give them what they're entitled to, but it's better to know what you're entitled to up front. And then uh, I think the thing, too, is that realize, too, that after you've, you've done all this, that the new people that are in there, you do have to be careful because some of these people can be very disarming and act very friendly, but the thing is they may have agendas of their own. They, everybody in a, in a lot of these places today, the politics involved, you know, the, this company that I described, I've known companies like this of where uh, the management was tremendously benevolent, and I've known companies, too, where the, there's been a takeover and very aggressive people. And uh, the difference is like night and day, of course, in the way that everybody reacts. So uh, you must be careful. And I think one thing, too, that people should realize, no matter what happens, they have to go on. And it's not the end of the world. Uh, they have to, once they've done the best they can do, then they have to pause and, and think of their options. You know, the uh, should I go back to school? You know, should I, uh, to increase my opportunities? Or does the knowledge that I have be put me in a position where I can be a specialist and start a business of my own? These are things I think that people must realize. But, you know, I grew up at a time when everybody associated their name and identity with the company that they worked for like John Smith of Acme. Or, right, you know. right. And it's changing, though, today because the, the loyalty isn't there from the companies, and so now you're not finding employees being as loyal anymore. In fact, doesn't the average person before the age of 30 change jobs like six times or something? Sure. 
uh, these things are they're happening to you because they realize it's not a two-way street anymore. It's not the, the years of the generation of where you work for a company for multi-years and expect to get a, you know, a healthy retirement. And, and a gold watch. Yeah, exactly. But uh, they might give you the gold watch, but no retirement. But no retirement, and, it, and the gold won't even be gold. No. Well, the, the other thing that you brought out in your book, too, is that lots of times it's a new hierarchy isn't as competent. They don't really know what they're doing. So this, this there's is very so true. many mistakes. Richard, let's give people your website so that they can pick up this book. It's a wonderful read, and I think that even though it's a work of fiction and you've written it as a novel, novel it is just filled with lessons that people can take into the workplace oh, and good. you do it through your characters just beautifully so Thank that you. if you do get stuck in a takeover you as you said you will have options and a couple of the people in here they looked at it as a blessing in disguise i mean it might have just been a blessing because now they could follow their own dreams sure uh well you know it's the book is sold directly on amazon.com uh, the Holiday the Party, A Tale of a Corporate Takeover, yeah. Richard Wanderer. Right, and there's also, I just recently put together a website, uh, HTTP slash, is it? Is I it w- the Holiday Party, A Tale of a Corporate Takeover dot com? Yes. So it's just the title of the book, The Holiday Party, A Tale of a Corporate Takeover dot com. Right. And again, you can get it on Amazon. It's really worth the read. It's a very good book, and it really is an inside look at the publishing industry (laughs) as well, of one industry that we know that's been in trouble lately. Richard, thank you for sharing your thoughts and helping us through what it would be like on a corporate takeover. And I think the biggest lesson is to get help and find a professional if you're going through anything like that so that you know your options and you know what you deserve. Thank you very much. Richard, thank you. Terrific book, The Holiday Party, A Tale of a Corporate Takeover. Richard Wanderer, pick it up today on Amazon or go to the website. Thank you so much for being magnificent. Listeners, I hope you're going to join our birthday celebration coming up. And if you can't, please consider making a donation to the charity that brings you this radio show and all the great authors and books that you learn about. For tickets and donations, go to the donate button at BeTheStarYouAre.org. To buy copies of the new book, Be The Star You Are for Teens, you can go to BeTheStarYouAre.com. And until we celebrate next week, I would like you to take a look in the mirror and admire yourself because you are a wonder of creation. I am Cynthia Bryan. Thanks for joining me on Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll talk next week. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are nonprofit corporation, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a secret.